shall. <clears throat> Are you ready to laugh? I'm recording <laughs> a podcast. <laughs> well, let's get in the laughing spirit here and uh, cha- change some backgrounds. Uh, now that we're all in a, in a good mood, Adam Sandler comedies. So for, surrounded by Adam Sandler for no reason, despite the fact that John Carpenter, not known as a comedy director, I decided to throw this on the Carpenter feed because Adam was supposed to be here, but the fucker yeah. went and died on us. So yeah, I'll do it. So here we are, um, <laughs> stuck with Carpenter theme on. Oh, that's the fog. Um, I got more Adam Sandler if you guys want. Speaking of comedy, <laughs> I like the one where he's, you know, book. Yeah, book. Yeah, there you go. There That's you go. a good one. All right, <laughs> look at that. It's like a it, his his entire catalog back there. You feel surrounded by dumbassery. Oh my god! So what we'll do is we'll do basically you're gonna go number ten first. We're starting at the bottom yeah, of yeah. our list, working our way up. Um, yeah. I'm just explaining to the audience, not you guys so much. Oh, okay. okay. Fine. So, because the audience is fucking stupid. Yeah. We're just doing ten, uh, six through ten tonight, right? We're doing all of it. Oh, we are. This episode, it's two, it's going to break up into two episodes because it always goes yeah. long. So, we'll do ten We're through five do on one this episode one. Episode per movie on the top. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> so we got thirty episodes to get through. Thirty episodes. So fucking buckle it's in. It's going to be a very long night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Dick, I, you want to go first, and then Jansen, and then me, because I sure. think we need to have a buffer between us, because ours are going to be kind of similar. I think Jansen's going to be the wild well, card. Well, I, I, I went through this thinking, okay, I know Phoenix and I would line up on a lot of them, so I decided not to think like Phoenix. So I took the ones that are more not going to be on your list. So that's what, but I agree with your list already. So it's like. We have the same taste in comedy almost, but these are just, I think, more obscure movies than you would be on a list like this. So that's why I'm going to be a little bit different. Okay. that's. So my, my number 10 is the 60s version, Mel Brooks's The Producers. You know, I've never zero, seen that. Zero Mustel, Gene Wilder. It, it's, not, it's not a total musical. There's like two musical numbers in it, and that's it. It's not the awful Broadway version, which I hate. I hate Nathan. No, Nathan uh, what's Lane. His name? Nathan Lane. I hate Matthew Broderick. I've never watched that movie. I have no desire to. I hate Broadway. I hate musicals. But the producers, the 60s version, won mm. best screenplay for, for the Oscars that year because it's a fucking funny ass movie. And Zero Mustel and Gene Wilder did not get along on this movie, but yet it works so good because their chemistry is just perfect. So I would say it's one of Mel Brooks's, because I want to take like, Different, like I'm, I'm going to say different. Like you know how the Ramus has his movies, yeah, and there there's different types of comedies. I'm kind of taking one comedy movie from each one of them on my top ten. Okay, so it's like I I, I would put Young Frankenstein on this list too, but I'm not because producers are going to take a spot and be like a representative of those movies. She just like watched Blazing Salads. We know. we just watched Young Frankenstein. It was her first time. Oh, we, yeah. we have not stopped doing the elbow shake. Yeah. Since- <laughs> I've seen that. I've watched that movie growing up, but producers I've never seen. I want to. I don't know why I haven't. Producers is one I've watched since I was a kid. My dad loved it, so we'd always watch it. And it's just it's uh, Dick Sean when he does his audition to be Hitler is one of the funniest (laughs) bits ever in a movie because he's just a hippie who's a drug addict. It's it's just awesome. So the the movie's great. Producers a great movie, great comedy. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Short. It's literally like seventy minutes. Oh really? It's fucking short. Because there's not a lot of co- there's not a lot of musical numbers. It's perfect. It's a perfect amount of like funny songs to be in a movie. That's like not a total musical. Hmm. And Jansen, in case you're interested, because I know you like to do research while we talk, I am compiling yeah. our lists together so I can send it to you after if you want. Nice, 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 right. nice. But yeah, producers. I, I, I mean, I'm aware. I'm aware of the movie. I've never personally yeah. seen yeah. it, just like yourself. But um, yeah, that's cool. If I it could... was one of those. Oh, sorry. I was just saying. On top of that, it was going to be a forgotten movie if not for John Lennon. Did he produce it? No, but he he's the one that sort of championed it to get the Oscar, and like he would chef screens of it oh, really? and eat pot brownies and show people like that's what they did in New York. So that's kind of what got that movie. Kind of got Mel Brooks' kind of his movie career is John Lennon Good in a weird him. way. The, the yeah. Musicians in England have championed our comedies for ever. It's weird. Because we do not support our artists at all in this country, and they have to. Fuck them. <laughs> like, Fuck the artists. Yeah. 
Like half of the who's money went to the, the country, like to taxes. They don't get to control that. It's weird. Jesus. Yeah. All right. That's a good number 10. That's definitely not on any of our list. Uh, Jansen, picked it. what's your number 10? Y'all are gonna, you're going to yell at me for my number 10. Uh, my number 10 is the Royal Tenenbaums. Um, oh. I, I love Wes Anderson films. And I, I think this movie is, is both a comedy and a drama. <laughs> why, why are you giving me I just, I just miss Adam. That's all. Oh, Adam, yeah. Adam would um, hate you right now. No, I know sorry. he would. I know he would. And that's that's half the reason I picked it. But I I love this movie. I've watched it so many times and I get a chuckle every single time I watch it. The cast is great. The story is excellent. There's, you know, a, dr- a dramatic piece to it, but throughout the entire movie it's just it's so well like articulated and it's like a best thing I can equate it to is it's the the movie is like a um a um man what's the word i'm looking for shit balls not shit it's like a shit balls (laughs) it's like a shit balls no um the movie the movie is like a a craftsman house like every little detail is thought about right and and that's what i love about it so it and and it it makes me happy it's a good it's a good one i do like royal tannenbaums and that made me change my number nine on this list right now because oh, really? <laughs> I just realized I forgot about that movie. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's my number 10. Well, it's going to be awkward because the rest of my 10 is Wes Anderson movies. So I don't know how to continue. <laughs> so weird. <clears throat> He's a comedy genius. No, I was going between that one and um, the one with the school kid. What's it called? Oh, Rushmore. Rushmore. I like Rushmore a lot too, uh, but I think I think I enjoy Royal Tenenbaums a lot more. Rushmore is a little bit more awkward and like I kinda, want to love Rushmore, and I've watched it like five times, and I hate it more every time for some reason. Really? I feel I like, like I love everyone in this movie. I do. I, everyone's right. great. I watch it, and I'm like I can't stand this movie. I don't know why. It's kind of cringy. It's kind of cringy, but like I, I see I see its value. I guess. Yeah. Um, but Royal Tenenbaums would would definitely take that spot. <laughs> I think I know what's number nine in his. All right. Um, I was gonna say it. It's one of those movies where I don't get it, but I know I'm wrong, and people fucking love it. And and definitely, it's it's in a lot of people's top five. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but it's I, I I am interested in more of his movies. Like I love Bottle Rocket. Uh, most people don't even but know what it see, is or uh, care. Grand Budapest. Not did yet. You? No, no. That's oh. a good one too. I have that one 4K on Blu-ray. If you Grand want to Budapest it. is solid. That's a good one. So good. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, it's not an access problem. No, I know, but I'm just saying, if like you really want like the the not high quality, I know you have yeah your ways, but yeah, it's, your ways. I would love. It's like being in like it's how I consider religion. I would love to believe all that and love to see what everyone else does. I just don't. Right, and I'm, I feel like I'm missing out, and that sucks. The earth is fucking round, you idiots. <laughs> nah, nah, you're fine. What? You're what? fine. I didn't hear you say. No. That. Yeah, you're talking about the world. It's flat as a pancake. <laughs> All right. My, I do have All images right. for mine because I had the, you know, I could log in here. So my number 10, I didn't think about it until after I compiled my list and I had to boot a different movie. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, fuck. So my number 10, Wolf of Wall Street. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yes, yes, okay. yes. I would say that is a comedy. Definitely, yeah, definitely a comedy. comedic <clears throat> value, 100%. Yeah. Um, but it's it's kind of like the Royal Tenenbaums in a sense where you could see the dramatic appeal of it too. So yeah. um, I think every great comedy has that dramatic undertone story. So that's an excellent pick. Well, the, the yeah. part of the reason I set up my, my comedy list when I said any comedy, when I, when I sure. told you guys what you want to do is a lot of mine are overlapping. Mm-hmm. Like I don't sit down and watch fucking airplane just whenever I want. Sure. Like I, I like drama with a lot of comedy. You need substance. Yeah. I need something more in there. Yeah, That's how I okay. feel about most things, but I do have a very extensive honorable mentions list. <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah, I'm trying I to decide if I want to ignore yeah. that or just we we'll all list them off at the end. I don't know. I, think, I, yeah, didn't, I, I didn't go that far. I just worked on the top. 10, oh, I have so. like 30 on my honorable mentions yeah, list. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, any thoughts on Wolf of Wall Street other than? No, I think it's an excellent movie. I mean, I've, I've, Kelly and I have watched it several times and we get a kick out of it every time. I, I need to buy it still. I still haven't bought that one. That's the one I still need to have to own it. Oh, yeah, I got that one. Many yeah, I need to buy. I need to get. I just, I just haven't. I just was like, yeah, I've seen it like three or four times in the theater. I went and saw it like oh, three yeah. or four times. I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. I was just, I was like, Scorsese's fucking eighty, and he mm-hmm. makes this movie. Like, he still got it. Like, he'll still he'll knock never, it out of the park. Never leave him. He's the greatest of all time. The goat. 
Yeah, he really is. It's just it's incredible. And it yeah. somehow made DiCaprio funny. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's unbelievable how the the work he did in that with the cast in it on holy shit. There's only one sure. scene I hate. That's it. Which that's, scene is that? Scene. The Jonah Hill and John Bernthal when they're arguing over the suitcase. Oh, uh, the, 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 yeah, yeah. the linearama scene. Oh my god! I mean, the whole time. Yeah. Other than that, I think it's flawless. Yeah, <clears throat> but I did like John Bernthal. Mom, chicken. Yeah. <laughs> That that the diner scene still gets me though. Like it is so well put together. Like that that conversation piece of you make how much money? So you show me a check for blah, 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 and I'll fucking quit my job right now. Yeah. <laughs> Next cut. Hey, I quit. Big butt teeth. <laughs> yeah. Crack with teeth. me. Yeah. <laughs> There's just so many <laughs> funny lines in that movie, and, and yeah, let alone the 100%. part where they're on Quaaludes and these the crawl. Oh, the Quaalude scene is. Well, <clears throat> Oh. You bring up you bring up a good point too, and I think that like what we'll identify from most of these top ten lists is that I think what makes a, a comedy really stand out to a lot of people is the quotability of it, right? Yep. Especially for I, I think my generation, most of your generation, it's quotability is, is something obviously that that it brings people together, right? So if you, yeah. you say a piece from a line um and everybody knows it, that movie's top ten tier. Well, I was actually it's funny you bring that up because I don't really watch Royal Tenenbaums, but I quote it all the time because my friend in high school quoted it all the time. So whenever I see someone I know, I'll go, "I'll know you. I know you, asshole." Yeah, this is <laughs> yeah. a line from Witness. Is it? Because Wes Anderson has has a running gag in his movies. He takes a line from a movie and puts it in the movie. Yeah. I know you, asshole, is from Witness. That's funny because that's. I yeah, had no idea. It makes that's sense. That's his shtick. That's his thing. Makes know. sense now that I know that, but yeah. I know it from that movie because my friend knew it from that movie. Yeah. So because Harrison Ford goes to, uh, uh, he shouts at Danny Glover, "I know you asshole." <laughs> I was like, "That's Royal Tannenbaum." That checks out. That's that hilarious. Like <laughs> that's hilarious. Anyway, um, all right, Dick. What is your number nine? Well, Rushmore. Yes, Jansen brought it up. Uh, Rushmore. I, as I already wrote it. As a representative of, of the uh, the Society for Wes Anderson uh, Lovers, uh, it's my my pick. I love uh, Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou as well, yeah. and Royal Tannenbaums. Uh, not so much Dark Jeeling Limited. That one's kind of eh. But I really like Grand Budapest Hotel. I really like Moonrise Kingdom. I just I like Wes Anderson. I think his stuff is good and funny. Oh, I loved Isle of Dogs. His anime, his stop motion animated stuff is funny. I just I have a soft spot for him. I'm just I can't you know he's pretentious as fuck, and I can understand why people would hate him. He's a Texan who lives in Paris. That's all you got. He's a say. Texan. I never would have guessed. He's from Te- Austin, Texas. So I was just gonna say it's gotta be Austin. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. I think he's from Austin. So. Yeah, that's a hipster town. That makes but he sense. lives in Paris with some model <clears throat> oh. wife or something. Fuck it. Good for him. Like it. Are you thinking of uh, the other Anderson? Oh, Paul Thomas Anderson? No, Paul, the other one. No, no, Paul W.S. <laughs> yeah, Paul W. Who lives with a model. and Who lives with a model, yeah, and makes the worst movies ever made. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. <clears throat> the Three Musketeers. Don't watch it. I do love that scene in Rushmore where they're doing the play and they have the helicopters and it's machine guns and shit. That makes me laugh, but it's so far well, for, into the movie. That... For for me, it was it was, it was was Bill Murray's reconnaissance. It was his yeah. reconnaissance. It was the return to Bill Murray because he was kind of done for a minute there. Operation Dumbo then, Drop will do that to a man. Yeah, and those movies came out in that period. Like Groundhog Day was 94, yeah. so he still had that, but that was like, he does like one classic every like five years and he kind of disappears and he comes back. I don't know why, but now he seems to do a movie all the time because he's kind of more open to doing movies. His last but one, a lot of them are just shit. Saint Vincent money. was his last big one that got him attention. Yeah, and, and he, now he's going to be in the new Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, which they spoiled that when Hasbro released the toy line. They showed the toys, and there they are, old man Ghostbusters in their jumpsuits. I really want a Ghostbuster toy with even more of a gut than the Ray toy had. <laughs> second the guts fellas with the ghostbusters yeah. <clears throat> best line in the in the second movie well all right um yeah brushmore is good I, again i want to be into it but i just can't but i i definitely understand why people do like it so yeah i i honestly think it really a lot of the wes anderson like cult following comes down to just how meticulous his movies are and like how how pretty they look um it, it just kind of brings things together for a lot of people even if 
like in Rushmore, I can see how it'd be cringy to some people. He's it a still film together. He's a film school hard on. Like he's right. a film school nerds like wet dream. That's what he is. Symmetry and color palettes yeah. and everything's there, right? So he loves Guitar. <laughs> like, shut up. Shut I just up. can't get Peter. Let's let's all dress him and I, I can't get past that where I'm like, oh, okay, you're trying way too hard in this stuff. Nothing matters. <laughs> and it's always always that that sort of deadpan humor. Yeah, so which I'm fine with. Delivery, which I, I, that's what I love. Yeah, but I, I do like uh, Life Aquatic. I do like that. Movie. Life Aquatic, I really love. Yeah. A lot of people don't like that one. That's well, I've only seen it once. That's Willem Dafoe's movie to me. Oh, I, I love that movie. <laughs> I saw that when it first came out before it was released in theaters. I saw it. I think Michael Good and I saw it, and you were probably there too. I think when we all saw it together. I, I don't know. I think I think we saw a screening. Maybe it was Remco. No, you Michael, guys. I don't think Michael liked it. He I'm was pretty like, sure you guys would have said we're going to a Wes Anderson screening. I said no, thanks. That's probably what happened. Yeah, yeah right. I'm sure that's what happened. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Jansen, what is your right. number nine? Uh, my number nine is a beloved film uh, called Napoleon Dynamite. Um, oh yeah. I I know there's this movie is not loved by all, but I I this was my this was my teen like my my starting teen years, and like this movie for me is just it's it's all it's all comedy, um, and it was like my first entry into like, not like it, w- it was like a lot of deadpan comedy. And it was my first real entry into that. Um, and like how to understand it and how to enjoy it. And so I, I really love that movie. It gives me, it gives me that nostalgia feeling whenever I see it. It's a movie that was very, very overhyped. And then I watched it. I go, that was pretty good. Yeah. I like, saw it before it was cool. <laughs> Okay, because I was in LA, I was living in LA when that movie came out, and everybody's like, the 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 indie crowd was like, this movie, Napoleon, this kid, Napoleon, you gotta see it. I was like, okay, yeah. I went and change, your, change your name from top ten dick to hipster dick. Yeah. Yo, big time! I was ahead of the game. Hip dick. I saw the room before it was cool. I saw. All oh this God! Shit. I was. There I don't feel pride in that though with the room. No, no. Well, I mean, I, I was there for the first like. When it became a comedy sensation. Do you remember before his, it became his, ruined? All his ugly ass face on those billboards in LA. God damn, yeah. it was everywhere. Tommy we never was knew really, what it, we thought it, we thought it was a vampire movie. We're like, uh, what yeah, the fuck we is never that? Never understood what it was. Yeah, that's hilarious. All right, all um, these years. Napoleon Dynamite. I've only seen it once. I did enjoy it. Wow. It did it ever get anything else like a sequel or a cartoon series or anything? I, I thought they no. did, were doing a show. Nope. He did Nacho Libre. That was his follow up. Yeah, Nacho Libre. But I mean, it's a completely different movie, obviously. Yeah, I could have sworn they just um, did a, a, a really cartoon of it. But he did just direct uh, the documentary, the Mormon documentary on Netflix. Very good. Is uh, it the, the murder, Mormon yeah. murder, or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched murder, that. that. It's that was, awesome. It was, was great. very good. Yeah, Murder Among good. the Mormons. I watched yeah. that. That was, yeah, that was great. That's a John. He, that's the guy who did Napoleon Dynamite. That's what he did. He also That's did Last Man on Earth, which went nowhere. Oh, oh wait, there what? it is. I, it does have a Yeah, animal? I could have sworn I saw a commercial for this back. I didn't oh, realize God. it was back in 2012. Holy shit. How many episodes did they <laughs> oh, make? Wow. Six. But Man. nobody from a, the action. Uh, oh, here we go. John Heater. It's the, it's the whole cast. Where they, what else are they going to do? Diedrich Bader, yeah. Yeah. Haley Duff. Interesting. I had no idea. Mrs. Uh, what's his name from American Pie? Oh, Jennifer Coolidge. Wow, yeah. Phil Lamar. Amy Poehler. Strong. Sam Rockwell. Sandy Martin. Sam Rockwell. Mrs. Mack. I need to see this show. Oh, she's dead, isn't she? No, she's alive. No. Sam no, Rockwell. She's dead. Jermaine Clement. Amy Poehler. Lauren Tom. Phil Hendry. Holy shit. That cartoon's got some uh, talent behind it. Wow. I want to see this cartoon now. I guess yeah. it really it really goes to show that it doesn't matter who's in your fucking show. Yeah. <laughs> Wow! That uh, wow was it on Adult Swim or what was that? Oh, I already closed it. I'm not looking at it. No, it's okay. It's not. <laughs> not, it's not it back okay. I don't care. It's it, yeah, it's one of those movies where it, it if you ignore, it's like a Borat. If you ignore all the people quoting it and everything, it's still a solid movie. But that yeah. that that popularity was so annoying. Like Austin Powers, but other than that, sure. Austin Powers is fun and funny. Right. Like, no, I think it, I think it really got it, you know, it's like when a song gets overplayed on a radio, yeah. right? Yeah, and and but the movie itself I think still holds up and it really does have some features in it that I don't think anybody was really doing at the time that that made it interesting, right? It was bringing that that almost that English deadpan comedy over to you know, the mainstream um without you know what it, 
without really doing it. I don't I don't know how to say it, but well, I enjoyed it a lot. I was going to say, you know what it reminds me of is those terrible, it's a good version of those terrible movies they make out of SNL skits, like Stuart Saves His Family, or It's yep. Pat, it yeah. the character. And it felt like they had a pre-existing character and threw him in a movie. But mm-hmm. somehow it worked because he wasn't an actual character before. Yeah. But yeah One of the best best parts of that movie is when he's trying to check uh, try out the time machine. You got to put the crystals in it. <laughs> then he, but, oh, turn it off. Turn it off. And then Uncle, <laughs> Uncle uh, what's his name? Um, Rico. Where Uncle Rico comes in. I could have told you that because ball, he's holding his balls. He fried his balls trying it out. Just a weird subplot <laughs> yeah. that goes nowhere. The <laughs> movie doesn't go anywhere. Movie. It's the point no, of the movie. No. The Set whole it, movie's a subplot. Yeah. Setting it's it in just, Idaho. It's just, a window, it's just in a window into a weird kid's daily yeah. life and this small town, and, and, and it goes nowhere. Uh, I love that. It's got the longest it's first simple, act in movie history. It's a simple <laughs> story. The, yeah. the fact yeah. that they set it in Idaho works really well for it because it's not supposed to go anywhere. It's in fucking Idaho. Yeah. Right. It's just a little slice of life movie, and those are always great. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if you do it right, obviously. But <laughs> when he's trying to open up the, the Tupperware bowl, <laughs> we can't do it. All oh, right. God. My number nine, um, I'm going to guess nobody will see coming or have on their list. Um, <laughs> it is a Jim Carrey movie. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. The Truman Show. Yeah. I love this movie. Yeah, I've, I, we honestly just watched this recently. This is a fantastic movie. Um, Would you call I don't this know. A comedy, though? Yes. Well, I, I mean, so, yeah, it has comedy elements. And the way that we're doing it, right, the way that we're doing it, if, if you feel that it's a, com- a comedic value to you, then it counts. But um, I don't I la- think it would be broadly categorized as no, a comedy. It's but a drama I think it first, is. but it makes me right. laugh harder than any other Jim Carrey movie. <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100%. I, I love that movie. It's great. Stuff. For that, it's all the little subtle stuff because there's a point where he goes and visits his friend who's stocking vending machines. That's his job. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's from the cameras from the back of the vending machine. Right. And you just see the friend like stalking. And he's like, oh, yeah, what's going on out there? And he waits for, for uh, Truman to look away. And then he pulls the candy bars back out and then starts putting them back in because <laughs> yeah. he just doesn't have enough. That's all that shit. And then when he visits his wife at the hospital and she has to cut the girl's leg open <laughs> without any any medication because she's not a real doctor. Mm-hmm. There's a definitely a lot of humor in that, and it's uh, I love it. I love that movie. Yeah, it's definitely very dramatic. I'm not saying it's not, but I don't think I have any Jim Carrey movie. I didn't think I would, but I don't. Yeah, I do love Truman Show like in a reasonable amount, though. Yeah, I, I love I love that movie too. Yeah. It's a good one. He might be an honorable mentions Jim Carrey. Yeah, I don't think I have him in any honorable mentions. Uh, he's done maybe <clears throat> one good. Man on the Moon isn't terrible. Yeah, that's good. Uh, but it's not. I'd say that, it's but it's not, a biopic, though. It's not yeah. comedy. What's well, a comedy? Right. But it's not. Well, it's like nah. there's a lot of Jim Carrey stuff that I like that's really good. But most of it's is more serious stuff, like Eternal Sunshine. Like, yeah, Eternal Sunshine. Oh, yeah, Eternal Sunshine. That's one yeah. of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, yeah. like is that considered more of a comedy too? Though <clears throat> no, I don't no. think so. No, there's there's almost a lot less humor in that one than Truman Show. Yeah, that one's got some pretty dark undertones. Oh fact. yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, but um, yeah, Truman Show I love. Uh, if you watch Ed TV, which came out the same time, I watched that oh, uh, recently, yeah. and I'm like, this is fucking garbage. Like, it's bad. <laughs> like, I thought that I remember Ed, Ed TV was getting all the buzz around this time because it had Matthew McConaughey when he was blowing up, and I was like, <clears throat> it's stupid. It's real stupid. Interesting. Good pick, man. But I love the part where they're on the beach, and it's raining, and it's just the water is trying to keep up with them. Just following <laughs> them? Yes. That's yes. <laughs> great stuff. And it proves to you the audience isn't stupid. I think Truman Show made more money. Oh, definitely, yeah. And Ed TV was promoted way more. I just remember every other commercial was Ed TV. Ed TV. I'm like, oh, my God, stop. No, it was terrible. Yeah. All right. um, What is your number eight, Dick? I'm going to go. This is going to be my uh, Harold Ramis 80s category film. Stripes? Caddyshack. (laughs) No, no, no. Caddyshack. (laughs) I just, it's Ryan Dangerfield. It's, 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 uh, Ted Knight, it's it's uh, Brian Dole Murray, it's Bill Murray, it's it's the a, it's the A team of the seventies and eighties doing a movie, and I just I like I just always love this movie. It's funny to me. I love it. I've grown up with it. Uh, again, it's one of those father son share movies yeah. mm-hmm. that you don't seem to have. Uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to. It's a, hurt it's your a feelings. solid pick. It's a solid pick. Um, oh, I'm sorry I, about that tear coming down your eye. <laughs> I think I think that category kind of missed me though. Those 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 movies, like specifically yeah. like Bill Murray movies, like it it's just 
it's just outside of my generation. It's not that I don't appreciate it and I don't think it has value and I, and I don't like it. It's just that it wouldn't fall into my top 10, but it's a solid movie. Yeah, no, that's why I'm saying that. That's why I put it in number eight because I figure that's the representation of that period of comedies, mm-hmm. that that time frame. Because like the '80s and '70s, like Animal House, I put in the same frame. Uh, uh, Neighbors, uh, uh, Blues Brothers, Animal House, that all kind of falls in the same stripes. That all yeah. falls in the same kind of group. Fletch. I was just gonna say Fletch is probably my Fletch, favorite of those. I, I like Fletch a lot. That, yeah. That's an honorable mention. Would be Fletch. I love Fletch. Fletch is mm. great. Fletch yeah. Two is fucking pure garbage. Fletch Two, <laughs> I, I have not watched. Yeah, I couldn't do that. Oh, it's it's. If you want to watch a movie in one set where Chevy Chase cannot be funny in, Fletch Two is your movie. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. I just like the uh, the yeah. behind the scenes stuff with Caddyshack, though. How uh, Kenny, uh, Ken, Kenny, I can't remember his last name off the top of my head, but he was one of the writers and the producers. He dies before this movie comes out because he was in Hawaii and he fell off a cliff. And a lot of people think he committed suicide. And Chevy Chase said, no, he didn't commit suicide. He just fell. He was either high or somebody threw him off the cliff because that's just how he was. Because um, they said he got depressed on this movie because it wasn't what he originally intended. He wanted it to be more of a serious movie. And because of the sort of fly-by-the-pants sort of improv going on in the movie, it didn't follow any script. So he got mad because the script that he wrote for it was kind of thrown out. And it's more or less about Bill Murray and, and Randy Dangerfield and uh, Chevy Chase's ad-libbing than anything else, really. Yeah, it's it's a movie that if you're not into that ad-libbing stuff, it's going to be a rough watch. Yeah. <clears throat> I do like the movie. I do think it's a little overrated, but that's just because I probably could have seen it so many times. Yeah. But it is, it is a True. funny movie. Like, Bill Murray. <laughs> <clears throat> Chevy, I, just, I hate Chevy Chase. That's just, yeah, that's no, my I personal beef that, that. Yeah, yeah. That's why that's, I well, think that's it's another overrated. reason I don't have like another honorable mention Christmas vacation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have my top 10 cause I just, the hatred for Chevy chase is so high that I just <laughs> cannot put him in a top 10 for anything. Yeah. People are, why do still... people hate Chevy chase so much though? That's well, my question. If you want to know, he's an asshole. Go watch you know? Joel McHale. Talk about him about the community episodes. No, I'm, I, I don't, I don't give a shit about him in his personal life. I'm talking about like just him as an actor. Like is, is anybody hate him for what he actually does on screen? I don't think he's know, funny. I, I think just, that would be ridiculous. I don't no. think he's funny. No. I think he thinks he's funny. Yeah. And that's the problem. I think he's an overrated actor for sure, yeah. but I do think that he's had his moments. Well, I know is all his contemporaries are 10 times funnier than him. And they get people get along with him for the most part. Right. That's, so that seems to be the key thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you kind of go off it. that. Okay. <clears throat> but he had a bunch of good movies in a row and then suddenly his career fell apart and he blamed everyone else. Like maybe you're just a huge asshole. That's why it didn't work out for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Good, good number eight, right? Number eight. Yeah. Number eight. Um, Jansen, what is your number eight? My number eight is. Oh, that's a smirk. Oh God. <laughs> it's not, it's not a smirk. <laughs> My number eight is Tropic Thunder. Um, okay. Okay. I, yeah. I think this movie is fantastic. Um, it's it's over the top. It's obscure. It's ridiculous, and it works. So I just it's it's a it's a really just a fun, stupid, ridiculous movie, and the, you can't beat the cast either. So it's it's interesting to see all these people play these most ridiculous parts. Um, I mean, Ben Stiller's still doing his same bullshit, but like to see Robert Downey Jr. playing that that type of that type of role was just it was just good fun. So I really enjoy watching that one. I get a kick out of it every time. I killed what I loved. You, uh, you killed a hooker. Okay, <laughs> listen, Tug. Get some bleach. Oh no, I killed a panda. What panda? Oh, thank God. Oh yeah. No. Oh, oh, oh good. No, that's fine. Mm. Oh God. But I mean, the, the cast is so stacked. You got like Nick Nolte, Bill Hader, Danny McBride, Jay Baruchel, Robert Downey Jr., Jr., Jack Black, Ben Stiller. Like that, like that black guy uh, who never did that? anything ever again. I have Brandon, Brandon an, Jackson. I have yeah, I an affinity for Jay Baruchel and Nick Nolte. When they're in a movie, I will watch it. I don't give a shit yeah. how terrible it is. I don't know what it is about those guys. Jay Baruchel just looks like a guy I could hang out with. Exactly, exactly. He, Jay, he, I was just going to say that. He Jay does not take himself that, seriously at all. Average dude, like, man, you look like you'd be fun to chill with. Yeah. He's a, well, he are was, you afraid of the dark alumni? I could definitely talk about that. He just directed a movie, I guess. Yeah. That oh, was, really? was got some acclaim or, some, or Did, didn't. I don't did, know. Something. Well, and then Nick Nolte is just like, oh, I got to see this train wreck. Nick Nolte, I never want to meet in person. 
Oh, because I love blue chips, and I get, I would never be able to watch that movie again after I, I met him. Play a midget in the Mandalorian. I like to gargle glass before bed. <laughs> I did a cigarette break. <laughs> but now that the oh, so the Tropic Thunder, I feel like is the last like true comedy of the generations because nobody will do this ever again. No. You're never going to have no, a white it's... guy play a black like a. Like make a joke out of being a black character. Yeah, that, and that it's was another not gonna happen. That was another big reason I picked it because like yeah. nobody is doing this non PC bullshit anymore. Yeah. And it's really sad because that's the shit that gets the biggest laughs. Yeah. I love the fact that people are giving Robert Downey Jr. shit for that now. But he's yeah. going I'm listening to this shit going, you know he's making fun of actors who would do that, right? He's not yeah. making fun of black people, you fucking idiot. And he right. was nominated for an Academy Award. <laughs> Where the Academy Award is now not nominating white people anymore, they just they just can't do it because oh we've been too white for too long. It's like you guys are fucking useless. Hey, I've been white for a long time. Okay, I've been whitening (laughs) it up for years. But uh, the other good thing, so Tropic Thunder. So okay, this is the this is how I see the joke. But I know about you. Remember that scene where Matthew McConaughey is talking to uh, Stiller and he's saying he wants to adopt a kid, and he says, well. When you, McConaughey says, when you adopt, at least you get to pick it. And it shows a picture of McConaughey's son. And the, the son's like this. Like, some, <laughs> like he looks retarded. <laughs> and I think, is that the joke? Is the joke that his son was born mentally disabled? Because it comes back in the end when he's on the G5. And his son is in the plane with him. And he has that same look where he looks... <laughs> It's just like, is that a mental retard joke? Could be. I don't know. It sounds like it. I think it is. Sounds like it is. Yeah. But I laugh every time. It's the best joke in the movie. I love it. I laugh every time I see it. I mean, like guffaw. I'm just like, they don't fucking care. (laughs) It's like, wow. That That is a a, very funny movie, though. It's it is funny. Definitely solid movie. It's it's uh. It reminds me of. It's like a Farley Brothers movie that is really well done. <laughs> if I could, if I could give one movie credit and take away from the Farley Brothers, um, well, Kingpin, Kingpin's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's nowhere near Tropic Thunder though, as far as no. how funny it is. But Agreed. yeah, it's it's a fun movie. But yeah, Tropic Thunder is great. I've only seen it one and a half times, I think. Yeah, I've, I've only seen it a handful of times, but like it, it's got to make it onto my list. Yeah. We All talked. Right, you and I talked about a movie in person. And I was like, oh, I just threw it out as a as a movie, and you're like, that's probably gonna make my list. So I'm curious if it shows up. That's probably gonna make my list. Um, in a while. Oh yeah, okay. it's it's up okay. there. Okay. Um, I think if I'm thinking of the same movie that we talked about, yeah. is the movie on my? <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, we'll find out. All right, my number eight okay. is. See, this is where we show our age here. Uh, okay. You notice how Dick and I are going a little bit. 15 years before you are that's fine so uh my number two back to the future two okay yeah that's a solid pick i love i love the back to the future everything so i don't disagree with that whatsoever i did not choose one uh because i like the second one more i like the overlapping timelines i think it adds a lot of humor especially when he's trying to reach the magazine it makes a more interesting movie and it's 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 like like leaps and bounds it is a more interesting movie than the first one and no Crispin Glover. No Crispin Glover, except in flashbacks. Man. And, he, and he sued for that, and he won. Yeah, well, but he's, he's wasn't right. his, wasn't his contract in the first movie, so fuck him. Yeah. He hates Bob Gale, I know that. Well, it's uh, they keep talking about Back to the Future 4, and I'm like, no. No, no. He's, well, Christopher Lloyd is 85 probably now, yeah. right? And Michael right. J. Fox can't do it. Michael J. Fox is surprisingly active for considering yeah. how long he's been with Parkinson's. But he, sure. you know, he, he looks better than I thought he would at this time. But uh, yeah, the, the second movie is great. They they made some predictions. They're only off by one year with the Chicago Cubs victory. One no. year they're off by. That's incredible. Yeah. Right. So That's close. But I love the Jaws and the... <laughs> It's just great design in that city where, you know, a little, uh, universal well, I mean, studio was, city that they have there. It's great. I mean, everybody's like future thought is like, Oh, we're going to have flying cars and this, and that, and the other. I mean, they got a lot of things, right. Right. Yeah. They got the whole, like all these 
kitchen aid things right they got all these like voice activated things right they got um a lot of this holographic and visual type things right um you know even a lot of the clothing stuff yeah. shit they 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 actually made those shoes and people bought them um a lot of it's the nostalgia factor from the film but they're fucking stylish so i don't have michael jackson selling me a soda <laughs> I don't have hoverboards. Don't work on water. We don't have. We don't have that. <laughs> hoverboards is still never gonna. They happen, try. They, they try. Unless you got power. Unless you got power. <laughs> it's great. I love that movie. It's good stuff. Um, yeah. I love I, my favorite part about that that movie is um, little baby Elijah Wood playing the video yeah. game in the, in the <laughs> <Yeah>. soda shop. <laughs> He's That's so a little. baby's toy. <laughs> yeah. Little baby baby's Billy toy. Zane. He got a lot of yeah. babies in there. <laughs> yeah. Little baby Flea. Slacker! <laughs> yeah. Are you telling my son? Little baby uh, Principal Strickland. It's great. And when he goes back and he, he lands in that girl's house. Yeah. Her, her, her bedroom and the dad chases him out with a baseball bat. It's great. It's a fun movie. I don't know. It's just, I like, it, that's not a movie that needs to be attached to anything else. Like, like Truman Show where it's mostly dramatic. That's just a straight comedy. But the, what it's tied to is this interesting time story element. Mm-hmm. Well, so there's like something it's, it's else. It's science fiction comedy. Yeah, but it's mostly yeah. focused on yeah. comedy. Yeah. Well, at the same time, nobody was really doing that shit in that time era anyway, right? I mean, you had TV shows that dealt with like time travel and bullshit, but nobody was doing it on that scale and making it that fun. Yeah. Bob Gale did not get the credit he deserved. Bob Gale sucks. <laughs> that's, that's why I said that. All right. Um, Dick, what is your number seven? But I would say honorable mention though used cars. I do like used the cars. Kurt Russell movie. Yeah, it's okay. it's Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale's movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's a great. Fuck comedy. Bob Gale. Bob Gale sucks. Um, <laughs> I'm going deep on this one. Deep cuts. This is this is my my cinephile. Can you say the year and I'll try to guess the movie? Nineteen. I think it's thirty-seven. Oh God! <laughs> you lost modern, me. Bro. Modern times. No, close. Uh, it's a night at the opera. Marx Brothers, Night at the Opera. Now everyone will say Duck Soup is the quintessential yeah. Marx Brothers movie, and Duck Soup is funny and it is good. Like I would say, they're about equal terms because Duck Soup has one of the greatest visual gags ever. Yeah, when when because uh, uh, um, they're all brothers, you know. So when they dress up like Groucho, they all look like Groucho. So uh, Harpo Marx is dressed up as Groucho, and he runs away from the real Groucho at night, and he crashes into a mirror. So the mirror breaks. So like Groucho comes to the mirror and it's him. And they have basically this, they're miming each other the whole time for the scene. And it's one of the funniest fucking scenes. And it's all done in camera, one take, brilliant stuff, like funny mm-hmm. shit. But that's not this movie. The, the, <laughs> that the opera was more or less more of a, um, it had more of an act structure. It was more like one act, two act, three act, as opposed to Duck Soup where it's kind of just all over the place. But Night at the Opera, just it's funny. It suffers from the 30s problem with, like, they have to have musical numbers. And it's more of like a, a vaudeville show. It's yeah. like there's a lot going on. But there's it's not as bad as Coconut. Little stuff mm-hmm. for everybody. But not as bad as their, old, their earlier stuff, like Coconuts. Tons of musical dance numbers. And you're just like, I don't fucking care. Stop it. But this one is more streamlined. It's basically, you know, Brain Donors. You ever see Brain Donors? It's the same movie. It's basically Brain Donors is a remake of this movie. What do you got against uh, musicals, Dick? I fucking hate musicals. My only complaint about Blues Brothers is too many musical numbers that go on too long. Like Blues Brothers was going to be on this list, but again, I was like, it's too much of a musical. I felt Caddyshack was a representation of that era. Blues Brothers was an honorable mention for me. Yeah, yeah, I would say for sure. It's on my. I won't even mention it later. I'll delete it off there, but it's definitely on there because I love Blues Brothers. But yeah, I just all the acting scenes in Blues Brothers are great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the musical scenes, I'm like, this is going on four minutes too long. <sighs> like, Aretha Franklin does not need to talk, sing for this long. <laughs> Holy shit. No, that is, a, first off, it's a fucking long movie to begin with. Yeah. Um, and so several of those numbers could have been cut. Well, we've seen the extended version over here. Yes. The, the top row. And it is, it is long. It's long. How long is yeah. it? It, long. it adds another 20, 30 minutes or something like that. Yeah. And you can but tell, it, too, because it's not quite cleaned up so it's got that extra grain on it oh yeah so you know it's it's an added fee, it's an added footage it didn't get the color timing pass yeah yeah so mm. it's just whoa See, i've <laughs> i've watched a few long movies like i've seen the irishman twice and i'll sit through that but i don't know if i could sit through an extended version of the blues brothers 
they just kind of explain th- it's like you, you saw the blues brothers this sort of explains what happens in the blues brothers by showing mm-hmm. you like the glue scene you know where he says this is glue strong stuff the beginning of the movie you see dan Aykroyd working in the glue factory oh, okay. and he's making the glue and he takes a can he puts it in his in his uh it's basically the yeah. origin story of the of the can of glue, and that's what we get to see. They yeah, show the, more about how that. the what are they, the Soggy Bottom Brothers or whatever they are, Soggy Bottom Boys, whatever. The, yeah, the yeah, there's a lot bar. more of them. There's a lot yeah. more of that, like, in, a like twice that, yeah. as long. And I'm like, nobody cares. That's why they cut it. Yeah. <laughs> like, All you need to have them do oh. is take the the RV up the hill through the sign and the guy says don't you say a fucking word that's all you gotta have in that whole for that whole bit all they needed for the musical number there was just like we're gonna do great beer bottle beer bottle beer bottle that's it cut it get out of there we're done we don't need to see the song that's the joke but no they they show the whole yeah they show the whole fucking thing yeah all right um yeah i I can't really say anything about night of the opera i I can't really add to that never seen it so i don't know right (laughs) Sorry, it's good pick. Great Thanks. Movie. Again, Moving on. Grew up on it. Good movie. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I have nothing to add to that, and I, <laughs> I, I'm adding it to the list to watch it. So that's all I can yeah, say. Yeah, no, no. watch Marx Brothers movies. They're funny. They're I've watched some Marx. I've watched Ducks. My dog before, looks like but... Groucho Marx. Oh yeah, it's it's funny shit. It's true. He does. <laughs> he does. He's got the full Archford. eyebrows. Archford. Hutch. Hutch looks like oh. Groucho Marx. Oh, I'm thinking Arch because. Of the... He's got the more, yeah, I guess. Yeah, but but Hutch has those eyebrows. Yeah, yeah. Combine you know the I mean? two. Take Hutch's eyebrows. And Archie's old beard. Yeah. Are they more or less uh, Marty Scorsese eyebrows? Pretty much, No, yeah. Archie looks more like a Martin Scorsese because he looks like a yeah, wild old man. But, but Hutch looks like a, if Groucho Marx had like a five o'clock shadow. Oh. Jansen has a dog that looks like a 75-year-old old man. It's amazing. Let me get him. Who makes really though? good movies? <laughs> eh, if, if he's around. He's around. It's your, it's your pick, Come though, on. so I don't know. We'll I'll be talk, right back. Let's talk wait, about wait, wait. Night at the Opera. So let's look it up. I'm curious. I'm, I'm done. I <laughs> know <laughs> uh, there's some good there's good bits in there, and again, it's one of those movies that I, that I will quote, but I quote the yeah, I quote it with people who've seen the movie. So. 1935. 35. Yeah. It has a 7.9. Yeah. Oh my God. Look, look at this dog. old man dog. Hello, how are you? I, I wrote and directed that episode of Night Gallery. Archie. Twilight Zone. You see him? He I'm looks Melvin. like a sad old man. How does a he two, reminds, he's a two-year-old dog that looks like a 75, he looks like Martin Scorsese oh, now. This is just like the beginning of Pig. I don't pick him up. He's a big bastard. Oh yeah, he's got the Marx Brothers. Yeah, he's got, the, he's got those. Look at that. Wow. Put a cigar in his mouth. Put a cigar in his mouth. Kelly next. She's like, Are you in there? there he is. Come on, come on. Here's the dog. Pick up Kelly. Shake her at the camera. Come on. Come on. It's your wife. Go bring her. Shake her at the camera. Kelly. Hey, everybody. <laughs> All right. Um, Kelly wanted me to hold her up and put her in front of the camera. Too. I wanted you to, too. <laughs> <laughs> like a guy posing with a fish. <laughs> All right. All right. What's your my, number seven, Jansen? My number seven is uh, the best Jack Black movie of all time, School of Rock. Oh, okay. Um, this movie for me, hold on, out of breath. I had to wrangle them. Yeah. Um, well, while you're taking your breath, I've never seen this. You've never seen it? Oh, <laughs> my God. It. It's so good. Um, it, I, don't, it's, I don't watch Jack Black movies. It's music <laughs> without being a musical. Um, it's it's fun. It's it's Jack Black at his Selena best. Gomez in her earliest days. Sure, why not? You know what I mean? But it's. I'll be right back. <sighs> Where's he going? Yeah, jerk it. Oh, hey guys, I had to Jesus. carry something from the other room too. That, that, that John Carpenter ran around. I had to chase him down. <laughs> Ugh, I'm old and fat. Okay. Um, Joan Cusack. Uh, it's just good. It's fun. It's uh, it makes me happy. It's it's music that my dad brought me up with to see it in a in a film that is funny and makes sense with my generation. Um, it just, it makes me feel good. So I love it. Yeah. I've never seen it again. Another one of your movies that has a TV show based off of it. It has a whole, like they built a school. They, there's a real school of yeah. rock now. Like it's like national and, and international. Do they only play uh tenacious D songs? No. <laughs> That'd been fun. No, but they do a lot of covers. Like I've looked on YouTube. They have all these cover songs that are amazing. 
Yeah. Anyway, I've caught bits and pieces here and there, and I'm like, yeah, looks fine. I just never sat down and watched it. I have nothing against it. I just. Sure. I feel that. We'll watch it sometime. I'll make you sit down and watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not against it. Like I said. All right. Cool. Uh, Dick, Dick, you got any thoughts? You've seen it? Yeah, I've seen it probably once all the way through, and I just kind of dismissed it. (laughs) It's fine. Uh, I don't know. Number eight or seven, that's pretty high. Um, It's not a bad movie. I appreciate, you know, it's it's Jack Black, and he's a musician, and he's funny. And But I would put Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny over this movie. I've I've honestly I don't think I've actually ever made it through all of Tenacious. It's too it's wacky rough. for me. It's rough. It's, it's too it's, wacky. It's, yeah, it's not a good movie. It, it is rough. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's terrible. In this movie, it's like it, it 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 has a lot of ties to my childhood, which is why I enjoy it so much. Well, so much. think about. I, I guess the only thing I could say the reason I skipped this movie is because I've known who Tenacious D was since ninety like ninety five. Whenever they. Mm-hmm. Mr. Show debuted. I watched that because I had HBO growing up, and Jack Black sure. was there, Kyle Gass, and all of them were doing Tenacious D back then. So 15 years later, when they make a movie and then he's doing more, I'm like, oh, I'm done with Jack Black by now. I don't, yeah. I don't need any more. I mean, I will tell you, this movie is is not Tenacious D. It has yeah. nothing to do with it. It has no similarities other than the fact that they play some music. Um, but it's it is not a musical. There is a music number at the end of the movie, but it is really a, um comedic drama story it's hilarious i will definitely Anyways, watch it i'm not against it. it i bet did that tv show last oh god know. no god no <laughs> right that lasted two weeks and it was gone well Rightfully so my number seven has a tv show oh. i've never seen it but my number seven snatch oh snatch oh, oh yeah very good, very good. about snatch you like eggs eggs you know woof, woof. Hey, caravan Need a Kevin? Don't go to England. Snatch. I had to put a Guy Ritchie movie on there. Um, the gentleman made my honorable mention list because that is a great movie as well. But that's more of a movie. Snatch is more of a, I'd say, comedy. I think Snatch Snatch is is comedy. I for sure think it is. Yeah. I mean, it's got it's got dramatic values to it, but. Snatch is that pure comedy. style of movie. Yeah, know, because it, it's, I, it's punchy and it throws things at you and it's just like ridiculous and, and far-fetched. And yeah, it's it's a comedy. Yeah. Because I would say uh, Gentleman has more of a storyline. Yeah, but it's still a comedy. It's, kind of, it's funny, but it's like more or less serious because when you get into the whole like, this guy's going to rape my wife thing and then he kills him. That's kind of, okay, this is like serious crime movie, you know. More of a crime movie. Well, than I'll say this: if you're saying what movie is a better representation of film, I'm going to say The Gentleman. What would I rather right. watch again? Snatch, Snatch. ten times yeah. before I watch sure. Gentleman, and I love both movies. So, yeah. But Snatch so is one you... that I love. Lenny James in that movie and his his little uh, group of people and my favorite scene. Sorry, we'll get to you in a second, Jensen. Oh, you're is fine. When they're in the car and they stole the car and the big fat dudes in the front and he's driving and he's like backing up and he's hits uh the van that uh bullet tooth tony no not bullet tony i'm for uh, frankie four fingers is in mm-hmm. he's like he's like how could you hit it he's like came at a funny angle he's like it's directly behind you when, when you <laughs> yeah. when you go in reverse then things can tend to come from behind he snatched the one no oh. i think that's lock stock and two smoking barrels very I, similar I that, love... that's that's also my honorable mention yeah, I love Guy Ritchie movies. Like uh, honorable mention for sure for me is Rock and Rolla. That movie is fantastic. I don't know if you guys have seen that. I've one, only seen that once, and I was like, I, seen, I didn't. I didn't love it. Movie. Yeah, I was. I wasn't a big. I. I it was fine. That I was like. I didn't love it. That was like um one of uh, what's his name, Tom Hardy. That's like one of his first like. I feel like mainstream notices that I saw him in. Um, obviously, he, I know he's done stuff before that, but like that got me interested in him as an actor. Was that so Handsome Bob? Was he Handsome Bob? Yeah, that Handsome one? Bob. Okay. Yeah, I know him from Star Trek. Oh God, Nemesis. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah. I mean, rock and roll. Idris Elba, cool. Gerard Butler, Danny Newton, Jeremy yeah. Piven. <laughs> Jeremy Piven's <laughs> in that. <laughs> Jeremy Piven's in that. But yeah, right? he is. Yeah. Wow, I saw Ludacris. Ludacris. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's Jeremy Piven and Ludacris are like music producers in it. Together. The one I really want to watch that I haven't is Revolver. I just have Revolver is pretty it. good. It's, it's not. It? As good I heard as, that was bad. It's not as. It's it's okay. It's not as good as the other ones. Yeah, it's got um, decent it's probably, ratings. It's probably on my lower scale of um, Richie films. So. I even liked the fucking 
King George movie or whatever the hell it's called. King Arthur. King Arthur. Arthur. Oh, yeah. yeah I yeah, liked yeah, with, it. Um, I was like, what the? F- why am I liking this? I should hate yeah, it. But... I, I don't know. Yeah, that was, that's a rough one. Did you actually it's, watch it's, it? Because the way he the way he puts no. it together, right? Yeah. It's the editing. Yeah. It's the slap of the 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 title of the person on it. And it's the, the rock and roll version of the movie. It, it makes it fun. It's like right in the middle between Snatch and uh, – the Sherlock Holmes movie. It's right yes. there. It's like those two yes. tied together. And I've never seen the second Sherlock Holmes movie. So those are two Guy Ritchie movies I've never watched. I think the only two. Revolver mm. and uh, Game of Game of Shadows, Sherlock Holmes, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. I just, yeah, but Snatch, I love. Um, this movie I watched and I was like, holy shit. Because I already like, I love, you know, Lockstock, Two Smoking Barrels. And this one came out and I was like, this is that movie redone. Mm-hmm. But ten times funnier. It, it really is. It flows, and the story keeps you invested. And I love how little of a shit Mickey, uh, Brad Pitt's character, gives. And he's like, I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck. Keeps killing people. <laughs> give a fuck. Yeah. And then the end is just, uh, I won't spoil it if you haven't seen it, but definitely yeah. watch I mean, it. It's but worth it. I feel like if, Jason Statham is a pretty, like, If you haven't seen Snatch yet, it's been 21 years. Yeah, but, you know, young kids, who, who knows? Young know. kids was, are stupid. I think, I think yeah. Snatch was one of the first this movies that Kelly watch. Oh, really? Me. Yeah. I love that movie a lot. I have not seen the TV show. I cannot speak for it. It's got Rupert Grint I in it. I think I watched like, yeah, Rupert Grint. Yeah, I think I watched like the first episode. I wasn't. Yeah. I refuse to watch anything Sony makes. Uh... That's my, that's my uh, reasoning for not watching it. Can't argue with that. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, let's move on to your number six, the last one of this episode, and then we'll start a new podcast after this. If you're on the podcast, oh, uh, Dick, what is your number six? I'm going to end this on this note. I'm going to get you, sucker. The Keenan Ivory Wayne's spoof on black exploitation movies, but also one of the best uh, representations for the in living color. Era yeah. of comedy with the Wayans brothers and everything else. I grew up the, watching this movie on a shelf or seeing this movie on a shelf at the video store going, I like In Living Color a lot. And I did never, I think I rented it once and didn't watch it. And I've seen bits and pieces here and then I liked it and I've never sat down and watched it. I don't know why. It's, it's funny. I think I would it's love it. It's funny. It's, yeah. Jansen, do you have any idea what comedy. we're talking about? Jansen. Have you ever seen it, Jansen? Or uh, sorry, repeat the movie name again. I, I I'm, just got I'm, a message I'm, from someone. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you, sucker. It's a 19 like 86 movie or 87. I don't think I've seen it. Uh, it's it's it. it's a, a mostly black 88. cast. 88. Oh wow, yeah. A uh, great movie, great comedy. It's everyone from In, In Living Color. Yes, pretty much. No, never With seen it. Bernie Casey and. Uh, uh, Isaac uh, Hayes, Jim Brown, I John mean, Vernon's awesome. in it. Oh my god! Yeah. The only name I recognize on here is Damon Wayans. So if that tells you anything, well, Jim Brown, you know Jim Brown. Okay, yeah, Steve James, Damon, Damon Wayans, and that's uh, Bernie. Kay- they're all great. It's I just... guarantee. Look, I click on this guy. You're gonna recognize <clears throat> his face. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, Antonio Vargas was Huggy Bear from. Uh, he plays the pimp of the year <laughs> in in this, this movie. It's got. Yeah, this guy from uh, what show is he on? Um, uh, Starsky and Hutch. No, no, the other Hutt, one. Huggy Bear. Oh, no. Who? Which guy? Kadeem Harrison. Who? Hardison. Oh, he put his, uh, his picture. Oh, what the up fuck again? show is he on? God damn it! It's driving me crazy. Well, it'll be on IMDb. Um, different world. Yeah, different world. Also, white man can't jump. But yeah, this yes. guy. It's like, are you familiar with In Living, In Living Color, Jansen? No, I'm not. Okay, so we grew up on that show. It was yeah. I, that missed me completely. Yeah, it was all the Wayans, all of them, mm. every single one of fifty-five Wayans, and it was the Fly Girls, <laughs> all funny. The Fly all Girls, which funny. was J Lo. That's where we know J Lo from. Yeah, J Lo got start from the, the also, Fly Girl. It's where I know uh, Jim Carrey from. Yeah, oh, really Jim young Jim Carrey. Yep. And then, um, what was that? He white was girl? basically the the breakout star was Jim Carrey. Yeah, Jim Carrey, and he, he was the biggest guy to come out of that that group. David Allen Greer, Tommy <laughs> Davidson. Who else was in there that wasn't a way? Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Fox that's where, that's where I know Jamie Foxx from. Yeah. Great stuff. I mean, just funny show. And Lemon Color is a funny show. Might be dated now, yeah. but it, there's some 
funny fucking shit. You're going to watch it now and go, eh, watch Fire Marshal Bill with Jim Carrey. That's all you mm. need to watch. No, you got you to gotta watch the one where uh, where they do the, 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 the 1992 Daily Riots telethon where... Um, uh, I think David Allen Greer is is Rodney da- is Rodney King, and um, Jim Carrey is the white guy that got the shit kicked out of him. The trucker, mm. what was his name? Oh God! But he makes his eye go crooked. <laughs> it's the funniest shit. And they're talking about the riots, <laughs> like they're making the joke out of the L.A. riots. Yeah, and it was Dick so is getting funny. a kick out of this. I'm sure. It's oh, that just. Hitting. Oh, oh, you man. missed the other night. We were talking Simpsons jokes, and I was crying. Yeah, oh, we were just reminiscing about old. And that's Simpsons. another one that, that kind of I missed the cut on too. As a kid, I wasn't really allowed to watch stuff like that. So, oh no, Simpsons. Yeah, so I've seen a lot of it. Don't get me wrong, but I've never like been a religious watcher of it. And I've heard that in more recent years suck anyway. So, yeah, yeah look at this cast, man. Yeah. Young Jim oh, Carrey. Man. Keenan Ivory Wayans, Damon, David Allen Greer, Tommy. Well, Davidson, there's another movie that kind of gets lost called Hollywood Shuffle, which is Robert Town or Robert Townsend. He's another black actor comedian. He's pretty good, but nobody really talks about Hollywood Shuffle. Well, look, Fire Marshal. Fire Marshal Bill, yeah. Put, All put, you need to watch of S or in Living Colors. <laughs> him is, he was a fire marshal that would always set the set on fire. <laughs> oh Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Interesting. His, his scar, his open heart surgery scar. <clears throat> Gotta show it. That was a he good would bit. set the set on fire while teaching kids how to not, you know, how to prevent fires. And the joke was he's but, horribly yeah. burned. That's it. But <clears throat> but yeah, great. I'm gonna get you sucker. Uh, Chris Rock's first performance when he comes into the joke where he goes, uh, he goes into Isaac Hayes's place and they own a rib joint. In a soul food restaurant, he goes, ah, how much for one rib? He said, one rib, one order of ribs. No, 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 one rib. He goes, one rib? I said, yeah, just one rib. I show him hungry. And he goes, no, I'm going to do that for you. He goes, okay, man. Well, how about how about a paper cup of soda? He goes, I'll give you 15 cents for a cup of soda. My cups cost more than 15 cents. I'll come <laughs> put it in my hand then. I'll drink it from my hand. Get the fuck out. He goes, Fine. Well, you better order something right now. And he goes, fine. Uh, I'll take a number one. And he, he goes, okay, that'll be three ninety-five. Three. He's counting his change, and he pulls out a, a wad of a hundreds, and he goes, you got change for a hundred? <laughs> oh, brilliant joke and just uh, great setup. If, okay, I'm gonna get you sucked if you haven't seen it. Watch it. All right. it. It's pretty damn solid. I think it's it stands the test of time. Another one from them that stands the test of time as well is don't be a don't be a medicine yes. central drinking your juice in the hood. Don't be a medicine <laughs> is also very good. Yes, I hate my my teeth because they're white because they're my gums because they're black because Bernie Mac plays a cop that yeah. hates himself because he's Are a black you my guy. Dad? Yeah. Oh my god. Um, I hate my gums because they're black. My god, Jansen. Oh, funny shit. Uh, what is your number six? Number six. Work sucks. Office space. There you go. That's a good um, one. Never heard. I of it. love Office Space. It's um, I, I loved it before I worked in an office like this, <laughs> and it holds more value to me now. <laughs> Take this coming job from that. and shove it. <laughs> right, and it's no um, I don't know. I just I love watching this movie. It, it makes me feel good. Well, not to it makes me feel good about what I'm doing. What's up? Nothing. Oh, it's not on not. your list. <laughs> not is it no. number six? No, no, it's not. Um, oh man, I'm surprised. Yeah, it's a it's a great movie. Um, I love it. I don't I don't know what else to really say about it. I just like my favorite. Obviously, my favorite part is the scene where they go out, take the the uh, the, the Xerox machine out into the freaking woods and just beat the shit out of it with baseball bats. Yeah, that right there. It's <clears throat> it's just a good time, um, and, it, and it gives you all those like insights into the feelings that you have about working in a type of environment and the things that you want to do but can't do. Um, so I, I love it. It's good stuff. Everyone's had a job where some piece of equipment just drove you fucking crazy and the company was too cheap to replace it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think anyone who's ever worked in an office or any job like that can appreciate that scene. It's... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then obviously I, I, I just I love Mike Judge. Um, most of what he's done has been solid. I do have also my my uh, honorable mention list is 
the first half of Idiocracy, mm-hmm. I think is perfect comedy. The second half is kind of stupid and falls apart. But the first half what, of about, that movie... About where in that movie do you think it falls apart? Um, the second Costco trip. Or the first... Maybe it's one Costco. But when they get caught there and then they get taken back into prison again. And I'm like, yes. okay. Yes. Okay. It becomes repetitive and falls apart. About that, the time when Terry Crews comes into it, you're like, ah, I'm yeah. good. But that first 40 minutes is fucking perfect. Go away, I'm biting. Biting. Yeah, but it, Office Space is... is I love it because it's a simple movie. It's a sim- super simple. Right. And guy likes a waitress and hates his job. I get it. I Who hasn't been and there? He, he And he does what nobody else is willing or wanting to do, and he just says, fuck it. Fuck this job. I'm going to go get that girl. I'm going to go live my life. And there's a part of the plot that most people forget about, which is he goes to a, th- a therapist, a hypnotist, because his girlfriend at the time tells him to. And he, he begrudgingly goes there, and then the guy dies. The guy from uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that big dude has a heart attack, and then he gets stuck like that. And most people, I think most people forget about that part. That's why he becomes, later on, he stops giving a shit. And the part, the scenes where he's just, like, shoving over his, his partition in, the, in his cubicle, and just he's, like... Dismantling he's, it. He's playing uh, Tetris, and he, he, eating Cheetos. He's like, no, no, I got the meeting with the Bobs. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Did you finish those TPS reports? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Are you going to? No. It's that and the Big Lebowski are the two two most quotable comedies of my lifetime. Really? Okay. Dick, you are suspiciously quiet right now. There are two, there no, are two, two movies <laughs> that are more quotable to my lifetime, um, but I can see the value in both of those, obviously. All right. What's yours, Phoenix? My number six. Um, this is giving me a weird one as well. Oh, very good. The Cabin it's in the Woods. Choice. Cabin in the Woods. It's a good choice. I fucking love this movie. Yeah. This is the horror one, right? Yes, but it's making fun of the whole. It, it's not making fun of horror movies. It's making fun of the structure of our horror, horror movies in America. Which it's is, more of a yeah. satire yes. than it is a horror movie. Yes. Yeah. I recently watched this one. And yeah. we didn't realize like how gritty and gory it was gonna be. And my wife's like, I don't know if I can finish this. And I was like, but this is fucking good. Yeah. Like, finish it, bitch. Did you did you finish the movie though, Jansen? Oh yeah. We no, we okay. ended up finishing it later on. Yeah. Um, but we had like a friend over too, and they weren't that into it. I was like, whatever. It's but it's I my, loved it. It's in my top fifteen of movies. It's really good. I, I love it. <clears throat> it's it's a I love the, the the opening with Richard Jenkins and the other yeah. guy where they're just talking banal office. Office bullshit about their life, and all of a sudden, yeah. he's sitting there. He's like, "I'm gonna go grab a power drill and liberate my cabinets." Yeah. The cabin in the woods. Cabin in the woods. It's like the loudest it's thing ever in the theater. Richard Jenkins and uh, what is oh, this fucking his name? name? Uh, yeah, I forget. Also from uh, this movie. Um, if I could throw this up, he's in this movie. Billy Madison. That's right. Yeah, he plays Eric. Eric's gonna be a soccer player. <laughs> Oh, I have a lot of a lot of these movies have like overlapping actors. I don't know if you guys noticed that about your own movies that you pick. I'm sure they do. But uh, uh, Cabin in the Woods this is our last one of this this particular episode. Uh, Cabin yeah. in the Woods, I do love. I, it's one of those movies I, I heard that you shouldn't watch the trailer. So when it came on TV, I turned off the TV. So I can go watch it in the theater and not have it spoiled. And I'm so fucking glad I did. Because it would if you get any sort of hint of what this movie's about, I think it would ruin it a lot. Me hiccups yeah because it was i mean i didn't see any trailers to it and then we just like randomly found out. i was like all right let's just fucking watch it and then i was i had no idea like i was completely blown away i wasn't expecting any Cabin in the woods has that unfortunate history of being one of those movies that was pushed back like three years yeah so this movie was supposed to come out like three years before it came out because i guess mgm went broke and whoever had owned it they went under and some other company bought it then released it but it took like two years to legally get everything figured out because no. this was supposed to be Chris Hemsworth's first movie. Yeah. And then I think Thor came out and everybody like the, 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 uh, you know, the, the cat oh. was out of the bag that Chris Hemsworth was a pretty good actor mm-hmm. and a pretty good comedian. Really? Well, it's funny because I didn't see Thor by the time I saw this, so I, but I knew yeah. who he was just, you know, osmosis yeah. through, you know, cl- yeah. pop culture, but I knew him mm-hmm. from something else. I forget what, but yeah. I watched it and, 
I was I remember watching the theater going, God, it the stoner character in Marty. I'm like, I fucking hate this character because I was like, <laughs> expecting a regular. Yeah. It turns out that was the fucking joke. Yeah. I had no idea. I'm like, God, this character sucks. And then suddenly he starts going like, what's that? And then he, he starts to become aware of the plot. And I'm like, okay, something else is. And I love that moment. You realize there's like meta shit going on. Yeah. And the characters ahead of you. It's so rare because I can always usually guess the end of a fucking movie. And I'm like, okay, something's going on. I had no fucking idea where this is going to go. Dude, and, I, I mean, the third act of that movie, I was like, I thought I knew what was happening. Yeah. I, I guess I don't know what was happening. Holy fuck. That's why I love that movie. And and yeah. just the end, I'm going to spoil it for you. So if you want to watch it, fast forward a minute. Just the end of, we, we had a good run. Fuck it. This is what it takes to keep this shit going. Not worth it. Fuck it. I love that, yeah. like, the nihilistic attitude. Fuck I, it. I just love, I love the part where Richard Jenkins is, because all the, all the other, all the other around the world groups failed. And the Japanese girls are finishing off the demon and doing their dance, and the circuit goes, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Pieces of shit. He's, he's yelling at the jet. Perfect record, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that shit was good. And Bradley Whitford, that's his name. Bradley Whitford. I finally, yeah. Oh, shit, that was driving me crazy. Um, I, gotta, I gotta watch that movie again. He, uh, I forgot how good it was. The whole time the, the, they're betting on what's going to kill them, and he's yeah. like, he keeps betting over and over, you can tell, based Down on, it's going to be Merman. And then finally mm-hmm. he looks over, and he's like, sees the Merman crawling toward him. He's like, Aww. oh, come on. Well, that's the thing. This is probably the last great movie with so many setups and payoffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't think of a movie that has so many, like, this is going to come into it later. Just wait and see. And, like, you don't see that in movies anymore. It, they just, they're all the same, like, paint by number formulaic plot line. And this one actually took the time to, like, set up the joke before everything. Hey, say what you 100%. want about Joss Whedon, but. I yeah. I know, this he, movie. he knows what he's doing when yeah. it comes to comedy. All right, that's the that's the end of the the first half of our lists. Let's end the podcast there. Um, we'll get back All with right. our bottom five and and really break down our top ones. Your bottom five. I'm Phoenix West. Dick ticket. Jansen Cartland. So long, citizens. If you're on the live stream, stay tuned in a moment. If you're on the podcast, just click on the next podcast. That's how podcasts work, asshole. Figure it out. Come on. Come on, idiot. How old are you? Cut. Stupid. Cut. What a dumb idiot. If you're if you're that dumb, you shouldn't be listening to this because we're swearing. Your parents should. Definitely... How do you even work a phone? How Holy do you phone shit! Why do you have a phone if you can't figure that out? Stupid. Christ. All right. So long. <laughs>